Hey, Cammy. Hey, Bryant. What do Robin Hood, Vlad the Impaler, and Mothman have in common? IDK, what? Well, they're all topics on our podcast, Mystery, where each week we discuss a new myth and the history behind it. That's Myth Story with an I-E. See you then. Oh! Ever get that light bulb over your head at midnight that just goes ding? If that's the sound a light bulb makes. Or any idea that you probably shouldn't post on social media, but the public definitely needs to know. Unless you're a vegetable, you probably do. That's why our panel of non-experts do it for you. Our seamless flow of humor to science and information will keep you engaged and wanting more. Side note, we even have our very own shaman. That's Psyche-Delic-Podcast. All of our links are on Linktree. That's L-A-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash the Psyche-Delic-Podcast. Yeah. All right, guys. Hello. Welcome to our first panel discussion. Um, as you can see, I'm just a big circle. Um, my uh, camera's not working right now, but it's fine. I'm not the point of this is of this panel. So as long as you can see the panelists, then we are all good. Yes. So we have from the Psychedelic Podcast, Miss Tina. Hi, everybody. Hi, Tina. How are you today? Doing awesome. It's Good. very, very fun to jump from one stream to another. I'm still prepared. Yeah. Thank you for opening the, the convention, too. Of so that course. was great. Thank you for having me. <laughs> of course. Of course. We also have Cammy from Myth Story. Hello. Hello. And Shen from Science Rehashed. Hello, everyone. All right, guys. Do you all want to uh, just spend a few minutes talking about what your podcasts are about? Sure. All right, great. So we'll start with Tina. Okay. So for anybody that didn't just hear, we didn't really say what we're about. So if you haven't heard us, we are the Psychedelic Podcast. It's stuff based on the human psyche with a panel of non-experts. That's what I love to say because none of us are psychologists, none of us are scientists, but we all really enjoy those subjects. And we like to be humorous about some of them because everybody has different viewpoints on things. So I find it really interesting to hear from our panel what's exciting to them or what they don't like and what their viewpoint on certain topics are. So we just like to delve into the human mind. Awesome. I, I love then. that. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And Cami, what is Myth Story all about? Yeah, so each week we take a myth and we tell you the story behind it and then give you the history. That's fantastic. It's a great show. Love that. Thank you. <laughs> and Shen, tell us what Science Rehashed is about. Yeah, Science Rehashed is really about taking the recent breakthroughs in science and bringing it to other scientists and the general audience members. So awesome. Yeah, we're really interested in um, diving deeply into very advanced topics, but also breaking it down so anyone can understand it. Yeah, that's, it's really good. That's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, I'm definitely gonna check that out. <laughs> yeah, and we've been in, you know, we, uh, the people we bring in are um, experts in the fields and they actually produced uh, all the research and uh, they, they are the main PIs or principal investigators in those papers. Very nice. That's yeah, awesome. Cool. That's awesome. I uh, I enjoy all of your podcasts on so many different levels. So it's such a joy to have women in so many varying genres in in the community because we're all 
we're all we all have our our niches, we all have our talents, we all understand things differently than one another. So it's really great when we can bring those talents and and passions yeah. into the podcasting community and still make it such a uh, such a wonderful comforting place for other females. Absolutely. I, th I think yeah. I, yeah. I'm sure Absolutely. you guys can probably agree that a lot of times when you're in a profession where there are a lot of women, um, some cattiness happens. Oh, yeah. And I feel like that's not at all the case when we're talking about podcasting. I don't really see that a lot in this community. Do you guys feel that? Do you agree? I can say that there's so many men it's so saturated with men in the podcasting world. And that's not a problem at all. I feel like it's just because a lot of the women that are in podcasts are super driven to making a success out of what they do. And so that's why we do this. And then that being said, there there is a lot of women out there, unfortunately, that don't want to see their fellow female succeed and won't, you know, when you talk to them in certain groups, they completely ignore you but there's the ones like like you all where we can all talk and get along and ask for information and talk with each other and that's really important because you don't have you can't succeed without having a community behind you right and since we're so small in the podcasting world in terms of like this gender versus that gender hi laura hey, hi, laura. Laura. hi. hi laura. it Sorry. makes it really important to have each other's backs yes yes definitely uh, so Laura from Ivy League Murders just joined us. <laughs> Laura, do you want to tell us? Not a worry. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your podcast? Yes, I would love to. <laughs> so I'm myself and my, my co-host, Sarah Alcorn. We both grew up in Cambridge, Massachusetts, um, right next to Harvard University. And Sarah went to Harvard and she's a private investigator. And so we've always had kind of a fascination with the Ivy League. Both of our parents worked at Harvard. So, and we're both huge true crime nuts. So we have created a podcast where we, we focus on crimes that are with people who either attended an Ivy League university or the crime is focused on somehow in academia or in the Ivy League. Awesome. Very interesting. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. So we were basically the, the premises we're looking kind of at the dark side of the Ivy League. So people right. kind of seemingly have it all and throw it all away. People who are really, you know, academically intelligent, but not emotionally intelligent. Yeah. So kind of a different take on the genre. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Another cool show. If I can add to what I was just saying, yeah, Laura, Laura was one of the, or probably the first female that I spoke to in the podcasting world, and she's been my Facebook friend ever since. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Laura's great. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and you're such a fun Facebook friend. <laughs> yeah, well, we're both very active on uh, online. I mean, that, yeah, that's that seems to be the only way to get get the to promote the podcast right really, yeah really yeah really right really now involved. that's what you got to do yeah yeah uh so, so Shen, Annie, yeah. do you you want to add anything to to that yeah um so i live actually right across the river from you laura um in boston <laughs> <laughs> so, so funny, yeah. yeah exactly and uh i'm kind of curious about these stories now i have to go check it out because um 
I did go to Ivy League University, so I'm a little scared, honestly, about what I'm about to hear. <laughs> oh, no. You're not there anymore. Don't worry. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Um, but I also heard about a bunch of stories from, um, I'm not sure if you even mentioned this in our podcast. Maybe you already told the story, but um, at BU's med school, there was like a serial murder, uh, not an Ivy League school, but like um, it was a very highly intelligent person who was studying like medicine or something. And um crazy was a oh, serial yeah. murder the I, yeah the crack yeah. yeah 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 stuff oh my goodness yeah. Oh, um, yeah no i i do yeah we actually we are gonna go we are gonna go outside the ivy so we're gonna do you know a sister school edition and we're gonna do stanford and we're gonna do we'll, we'll definitely do other schools but we'll have to connect and and uh we have a networking page here in boston too for podcasters so we'll have to connect on that Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, as well afterwards. But yeah, that is, it is fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, it, it was amazing what we found when we started delving in because the schools kind of keep it hush hush. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> unless they can't like the Craigslist killer, they couldn't really keep quiet. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. Um, so we're going to get into some uh, statistics. I don't because... think Tammy added. I'm sorry. Oh no, it's it's totally fine. Uh, I would just, on top of that, I mean, I love the serial killer stuff too. So <laughs> enjoy listening. But I would Everyone say it is serial killer. <laughs> it is uh, just so important, like Tina was saying, that that we just support each other, and that's why it's really good when you're networking to make sure you just find a good group that will do that. So that's really all I have to add. This group. I yeah, yeah no yeah. kidding yeah <laughs> i was super I am, excited I am, when i had you guys uh say that you were you were interested in coming on to this because i it really um <laughs> tina like you were saying you know laura was really one of the first uh in the community to to reach out to me as well and it really it says so much when you have especially because laura and i both do the same genre we do different types of it, but we That's both true. in true crime. So usually you'll get people competing against one another when they're in the same genre. Yeah. And so for Laura to have reached out and said, you know, I really admire what you do coming from another true crime podcaster. I thought yeah. that that was such an incredible thing. And I, I just immediately took to her yeah. <laughs> because of that, that, you know, camaraderie that we, we now have. Yeah, right. That's important as women. I think it is. It's definitely. We don't do that for one another. Right. Instead of lifting one another up and yes, boosting each other for each other, and like you know, and we can connect. And like you just did a fabulous interview with Sam, who I love, who has a great podcast. Shout out for Autism Rocks and Rolls. Yes. And you know, now we're kind of connecting with Sam in in like a more personal way, and like. That's really beautiful. So there's so many great connections that can happen. And, uh, you know, because Sarah has a, a stepson who's connecting with, with Sam. So it's like, oh, there's, good. There, there's just so many wonderful things that can happen when you connect with people. In a yeah, really oh, yeah. absolutely. And Definitely. So I think it's just all I've gotten. Me and Sarah were just talking about what a great community it is and how we're all so different. But yes. we don't really connect. Yep. And that's exactly. the beauty of it. Exactly. Um, all right. So um, I am 
I'm a statistics person. (laughs) I love love statistics. Uh, Right. I love statistics. So um, this is from uh, iTunes from October of 2019. And it's the gender ratio of hosts on top podcasts by category. So I'm going to ask this to not only the panelists, but also the listeners. So I want to see some listener comments here. So what does everybody think is the top podcast genre with the majority of women hosts? Society and culture. Self-help. I would say true crime, but I'm probably wrong. (laughs) I'm thinking like mental health or self-care, something like that. Okay. I think mental health. Those are all good. Oh my God. They are. They are. They're all good. Do we have any listener? Oh, well, we're on a delay, so we're going to have to wait a few seconds for the listeners to pop in Meanwhile, with this. Okay, we have one. Uh, advocacy. Okay. Abused. We got one Abused pop in. Advocacy. Let's see if anybody else pops in. I feel like true crime listeners are women, but there's yeah. I, I male hosts. There's right. a lot of true crime lovers out there, definitely. Okay. But Tom says society and culture. Hosts. True crime. Oh, capital letters from Russ. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So um, all good answers, but um, they're all incorrect. Um, <laughs> wow. Fantastic. I'm curious. So um, health and fitness is number two. Okay. So I, I'm going to say that we're going to put mental health in there because it's not its own separate category. Yeah. Um, true crime is somewhere in the middle. What? Yeah. Um, the top... No, Russ, you can't go- Google it. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. that was a joke, Sarah. <laughs> um, Ooh, self-improvement and lifestyle, someone said. I don't know how we missed health and fitness. That's That, that should have been. Yeah, that's awful. number two. So the top one is kids and family. Oh, oh okay. I, right? That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I know, I know. I should have got that, yeah, because I heard a lot of, <laughs> Oh, of you know what? That makes sense because that focus on the family exactly. is so huge. They have exactly. like three branches. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There's a lot of parenting podcasts. It's a good show. Just, a lot that. of parenting podcasts, yes. So what do we Tell think is, is the top genre that men are the majority hosts? Sports. Sports. <laughs> Sports, yeah. And talk sh- general talk shows. Sports. General, yes. Okay. <laughs> beer and testosterone. <laughs> beer yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen a lot of beer podcasts lately. Right? Really? Yeah. yeah. You know what? Comedy a lot podcasts. Of beer podcasts. Comedy. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, politics. 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 Oh, yeah. Robert Ooh. says politics. Good. Or sports. Good yeah. Okay. That's what he's in. I'm going to add in science. I'm going to add science. Okay, Sean, good, good. (laughs) I'm glad you're you're equaling the playing field here for them. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Russ says beer. Okay. (laughs) There's a lot of men in true crime, even though it's women listening. There are a lot of men in true crime. Yeah. There's a lot of male hosts. Correct. A lot of male hosts. Yeah. There's a lot of female (laughs) listeners. What'd you say, Shen? Uh, Someone said weed. Tom said weed. Oh, oh, Tom said, oh, is that a category? Jeez, real estate. <laughs> okay. Did you say weed or real estate? What about self-improvement? One of, Tom said weed and Charmaine said sports slash real estate. Uh, so the top is sports. 
Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, which we which we figured, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry guys, no offense. No. Right. <laughs> We're laughing with you. Right. Exactly. We just don't know. Exactly. <laughs> Russ says, Russ says men are into shoes. And that is true. There are a lot of men who are into shoes. Colorful okay. ones too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I, I actually, I dated a guy who had more Jordans than I had shoes. Oh gosh. So wow. yeah. That definitely got rid of them. My, my, my neighbor is a, is a, um, is a, is a dealer and he just, he sold a pair of Nikes for 12 grand recently. Oh my. <laughs> Yeah, wow. limited, limited edition. Wow. Wow. I would okay. never pay more than $40 for shoes. That's <laughs> insane. <laughs> Unless they're good to me. That's insane. That's okay. Crazy. Okay. So, so continuing so, on with the statistics, because this is again my favorite thing yes, in the world. I want, yeah, I want to hear. So um we have true crime and science are actually both kind of in the middle of the pack. So true crime, and now I'm going to field this question to Laura. Yeah. So true crime has, as of October 2019, approximately 44% female hosts. So it's a pretty mixed mixed bag there. But with it being still majority male hosts, do you find it at all interesting um, or... Or strange that the majority of listeners to true crime are female. What do you make I, of that? I, I actually do find it a little bit strange. I, I, I actually haven't evaluated it. I haven't. I'm going to have to sit down and talk to Sarah about it because we were just we were just talking about it. I'm not sure if if the men who host are real true crime fans or if they go into that genre more as like, because they're, they're into becoming hosts of shows. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, because some of them, I feel like have real host radio voices. I feel like, right. the women who, I feel like the women who go into it, we go into it because we have this real passion for crime. Mm-hmm. So I would be interested to ask some of the, I mean, I, 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 you know, there, I know if you like Hunter from, murder and such and he's like a mentor and he's 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 a crime obsessoid so but I, I don't know about all the rest but it is very interesting to me um what how why the statistic would be that way because i would say 80 or 90 percent of the listeners are are female right yeah so i mean yeah. what would your guess be i mean i i know it's very interesting she studied <laughs> And I, I'm afraid to say something sexist. Oh, <laughs> what do you want to, what do you want to say? I, I mean, I don't know if that the men are just going, are just doing it, you know what I mean? Or if they just did it, you know, if they just like made it, you know, if, if, if they, you know, just made it happen earlier on, they, they got to it quicker um, hmm. and, and women didn't. And now women are just kind of catching up. Okay. I kind of have a theory. That's a good you know, point, though. You know, because I know Sarah and I talked about it for a long time, and we're like, wait, why are these people doing it and we're not? Like, we're just as capable and, right, you know, and, and sometimes men are more action-oriented and, yes. and just, yeah. you know, and maybe that, maybe that has something to do with it. What's yeah. your theory? Okay, so I feel like a lot of women listen to true crime podcasts more because uh, we – low-key are scared of those kinds of things happening to us so it's also like a, a macabre fascination for it 
I actually think that there's probably your theory makes probably a lot more sense than mine. Everyone's <laughs> theories are equally important. Yeah, but I mean, I think there is a, a low key, you know, because my my high, and I think that it, it interests me because my husband doesn't understand my fascination with it, and he's mm-hmm. from an and he's from a fourth generation NYPD family. So, wow. and he doesn't get why I have this kind of macabre psych. And I'm, I'm interested right. in the psychological end, not in the mm-hmm. crime. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, yeah. Um, I wonder, Sarah, do you have any statistics on Netflix or shows on um, TV or videos uh, in regards to this? Because they might correlate in that, like, women Ooh. are fascinated by these type of um, both, you know, movies and uh, TV shows. And then uh, with podcasts, it's very much similar. You know, they're fascinated by things that, you know, that I think scares them a little bit, but also something they can't understand psychologically, perhaps. Right. I Yeah. You know, I don't have any statistics when it comes to um, television or or documentaries, but that's a really good point. Um, I think from my own personal theory, I think that a lot of it has to do with the fact that women are generally the victims. Right. So I think that a lot of women want to listen to this stuff to understand signs to maybe look out for yeah. or um, to, to understand what to do in a situation or how to get out of a situation that they may be in, in, you know, something that may correlate to a crime of, you know, maybe something that Laura talks about (laughs) and you're subconsciously taking all of this information in, even if you're having it in the background you're learning things and then maybe one day that could save your life exactly exactly yeah i I mean women are also more fascinated by just the psychological part of it whereas i i don't know that men you know if that's quite as fascinating to them Right, like right, right. When I watch a movie with my husband, he's like, oh, did he do it or not do it? And I'm really kind of into like, into <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yep. Why? And I want to know like the drama and like, you know, it's almost like gossip. Like I want to know every little piece and why and who had the, you know, and true crimes a lot like that. It's like the crimes that fascinate me the most are the ones that are kind of the, the messiest in a lot of ways. Yeah. And- but then you also feel for the people that have been through those things too. So it's like, we can't even relate to them for the most part in, in some ways. Sarah, a lot of people can relate with yours because they're still, a lot of them are still around. Right. Um, yes. Um, but with the people that were murdered, they, they don't, you know, like with the Ivy league murders, it's very, right. it's very fascinating. Yeah. And I think it could help a lot of people, both of your shows, since they're both in true crime, like they could help a lot of people to not have these types of things happen to them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I mean, I, it was quite different in my family, but my husband's brother was murdered and he was a police oh. officer. So oh my God. Oh, we, we were, we were really treated as heroes, but we're super sensitive to victims, families and to understanding mm-hmm. that like, yeah. my, husband, my husband had to go th- uh, through a trial, you know, he had, oh, wow. he had to be in the newspaper, he had to be in the press and, you know, that's a real violation. So we, we really try to be sensitive to people and what that's like for them and not yeah. to even do cases where people don't want it covered right? Um, because his, his family's case is high profile. They don't want, they don't want intrusion. So, you know, we're very conscious of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. One thing that I really enjoy about true crime, especially is well, two things. So when someone that is a victim does something 
heroic to get themselves out of the situation. I always love those stories like the most. Yeah. And then also I like hearing about how the killer was caught or mm-hmm. whatever. Like Richard Ramirez was one of the most. Did oh, they lose their yes. mind after? <laughs> yeah. 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 They deserve it. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Like, yeah. They, got, they got it. They, they got, got it. it. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So Cammie, actually, I'm going to field my next question to you. And it's, uh, again, related to the statistics. So you said that myth story is um, part myth, part history. Correct. So um, this, uh, this chart from iTunes says that approximately 15% are female hosts of history podcasts. Really? I I could not even name a history podcast with a female host. Right. Amazing, Cammy. History checks. Yeah, exactly. So so what made you want to get into a genre that is, you know, primarily dominated by men, not only in podcasting, but also usually in, in real life? Sure. Well... I, I studied classics and anthropology in college. So I already had the kind of background for the myth portion of this. And I know a lot of history that's in relation to like the classical period. Uh, Bryant actually brings most of the history though because he's a history major. Mm. Wow. Yeah, so he, he actually tackles most of that. I mean, sometimes he has questions for me, like, did this happen? Like, if it was, you know, in, in ancient Rome or something, I can usually give him an answer. But, yeah, he, he mostly tackles the history portion of it. But we wanted to do something that we were both interested in. I like telling stories. I used to be a writer. Um, mm-hmm. I was in advertising for a long time, and I just love telling a story. And this was a good way to kind of put them both together, and it yeah. makes sense. That's awesome. That's, That's where the awesome. name comes from. That's really great. Yeah. And so it's, fascinating. it's it's so great to have, uh, especially with, with Cammie and Shen, and my next question is going to go to Shen, but it, mm-hmm. it's just so great to have the two of you, you know, breaking through into male-dominated worlds mm-hmm. um, and showing that, you know, women are just as capable and just as intelligent when it comes to these these niches as men are Mm -hmm. because usually and especially when you know i'm gonna go to shen now especially in stem yeah we don't see a lot of women going into the stem fields um yeah so you know to to have half of the podcast be a female you know it's it really it's just it's so inspirational to a lot of people out there because you know there are so many little girls who I remember being a, a child interested in science. And then when I grew up, I was more interested in art. And and like Cammie said, writing. I was a writing major. Um, I, I write poetry. Um, and I kind of went away from the science. So to you, Shen, um, we, we see in this statistic that about 41% are females. So it's still a dominated... Uh, a male dominated genre, but women are, are creeping their way in. So, um, I mean, I know your background because we discussed it, but um, explain why you are in the science world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I actually am a MD and PhD candidate. I'm doing both dual degree, which also 
each, each of the degrees, both in medicine and in um, the PhD world, I would, I would say it, they're dominated by men. Um, and you see that in a number of different STEM fields, especially in uh, the engineering field, um, the physics, and some of the other more quote unquote um, hard sciences. Um, so interestingly, the podcast was, you know, both motivated by a um, my interest and in fascination with science and the convergence of multiple fields. Um, and their contributions to the innovations in science, but also from a more interesting um, story from my co-host, Mehdi Jorfi. So he's a faculty at Mass General Hospital, and I'm also in his lab as um, a PhD student. And oh, wow. one day he was driving home from our lab, going home, listening to, I think, The Hidden Bring or some, some other podcast. NPR. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he was, you know, thinking back to his days in Iran when he was studying there. Uh, one of the issues as a student in science is that he didn't have any access to the most recent scientific publications. Mm -hmm. And so he actually was had to dig up, you know, information from 10 years back from when he was, you know, looking for the material and couldn't find anything within the last five years. And that's a persistent problem, especially in countries and you know institutions where they don't have subscription to all these top-notch journals. Mm -hmm. And so while he was driving home, he thought, wait, I can just talk about these topics that I'm reading in science, nature, and all these top journals in a podcast for you know everyone to hear about, both people in his home um, country, but also in the US who for people who just kind of want to know what's going on in other fields. And for me, it's really motivated by the fact that I'm uh, very interdisciplinary in terms of my interests. And I you know, bring in the medicine and the neuroscience along with the engineering. And it's hard to pair those fields because um, interestingly, even though you know, when we say science, it's like one thing, it's actually not, you know, each of the different subfields, they're very isolated yeah. and you really need to bring all these subfields together to make better and more interesting, more, um, you know, impactful research and um, results in order to benefit patients and people all over the world. And so motivated by these two kind of very different ideas, we kind of put this together and, um, you know, I'm happy that he and I have a really nice, you know, um, dynamic going on both at work and also on podcast. And we're able to bring in a number of ex experts from, well, Boston. We just kind of go across the street and, you know, pick someone up, <laughs> <laughs> which is great. <laughs> um, but one of the things really we found is that um, it's hard to find female guests, you know, yeah. And we actively searched for female professors who are um, who are publishing these top-notch journals. And honestly, it was really difficult to find them. And once we do find them, they're perhaps um, are they're so busy with advancing their career and trying to push yeah. the boundaries that right. you know has been very difficult for them to begin with that they can't be involved. So there's no visibility for them. Yes. And so because of this, we are actually starting a new series called Wonder Women in Science Engineering in order to you know wow. create a platform for these women to talk about their journeys, their obstacles, and um, how they've overcome them in order to be the leaders that they are now. 
That's awesome. That's, That's amazing. Really cool. And, yeah. and you're very, you're very humble. You you know what you're not saying. Yes. Mass, Mass General is really is the top hospital in the world. <laughs> it's it's a fantastic hospital. It, and, uh, that was some. I, it's, it's a destination hospital. People come here from all over the world. Yeah. To, to go to Mass General. That's how good it is. Yeah. yeah. Credentials run deep. <laughs> yeah. That's well, amazing. I'm amazing. Yeah. I'm always humbled by all the guests, honestly. Like, you know, you hear their story, their life stories. It's, it's crazy. There's my mentor actually came from, he was, I think, the son of a um, bread maker, as he calls it. And so he came from very humble backgrounds, but now is a, you know, world leader in, the field of Alzheimer's disease and he founded the one of the genes for Alzheimer's so it's crazy oh, wow. all these you know stories from these scientists as well yeah um but I'm really Amazing. looking forward to you know talking to the women and uh, their journeys because I think it'll be really unique and special to the audience incredible incredible yeah. yeah uh Tina um I'm I'm gonna go to you next um and no don't be scared <laughs> you're fine <laughs> don't be scared no, um, I wanted to talk to you because you have, um, you know, you have female co-hosts, you have male co-hosts. So yes. I, I, I wanted to ask you, um, how do your listeners perceive information when it comes from you and Dawn versus your male counterparts? Do you this feel like there's a divide very difficult question to answer because actually we did an episode on the looking glass self. So that's mm -hmm. how other people perceive us. Right. And so I can't really get into anybody's heads and go, Hey, like, what do you actually think? Unless I go to the source and I ask, Hey, do you like this? Or do you like that more? But I feel like if I'm going to answer for them, that everybody in the panel does bring a different angle that is relatable to this part of the community that listens to our show or that part of the community and that everybody does a fantastic job of having a different perspective on things. And I think that without the male counterparts in my type of show, it wouldn't be much of a show because we need a little bit of discourse here and there yes. because um, females, we do tend to, we are pack animals. <laughs> right. So um, I appreciate our male counterparts a lot and though yes i am the host and the voice of the show and i put it together and produce it my husband does all the sound engineering and all that all these stuff that i could never do so um and then we have our other two males and don and don and i agree on most things so it would basically be just a show of me and don talking um and agreeing with each other yeah. on a lot of these topics <laughs> if we didn't have our males to teach things to us and for us to teach and let them know, oh, you're completely wrong about that, which is you now generally the case in a lot of marriages as well. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Um, that's the can, best answer I can come up with. No, and that's a great, that's a, no, you're right. That's you a great answer. Awesome. <laughs> that's um, so true. Sarah and I often say that even though we, Sarah and I grew up in the same, we grew up in a very unique, I mean, anyone who's familiar with Cambridge, it's like a very insulated place, but we're, we are so different the way we think. And we always say our, it wouldn't work for us if we agreed on everything. Yeah. Because we exactly. were like, oh, you're right. Exactly what you're saying. Exactly. And, you know, we, we're very different in our thought process. Yeah. That's kind of how you pitch your show too, right, Laura? It's like we – she is this – and I can't pronounce her name. That's why I said she. And Laura – Yeah, Sarah Alcorn. Yeah, it's like yeah. She's, she's, you know, right. 
she's this Harvard PI. I'm kind of <laughs> from this NYPD family. And like, we don't agree on a lot, but yeah. we, but we do agree on a lot. And so then that's, but if you agree on everything, it's really not that interesting. You know? Right. Absolutely. Even, even, I mean, I find that even in, with friends and it's, you know, you, it's nice to have things that are different. Yeah. So, um, Cammy, um, when you were deciding to start a podcast, um, did you approach your co-host to kind of meld the two um, genres that you have? How how did you come up with the concept to um, to bring those two things together and to have male and female uh, co-hosts? Sure. So with the podcast that we have now, we actually have been working or about a year before we started the podcast, we were talking about doing one and I lived on a boat at the time and we were like, let's do it from the boat. Like that'll cool. be cool. But then, you know, what are we talking about at that point? Like, then <laughs> right. Uh, there's only so much you can even do on a boat. So, right. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. Uh, so we're not, you know, we, we were like, okay, well, that's not really interesting. We start, started talking about doing one about politics, but then we kind of just didn't want to go there. And because he and I both listened to a lot of political podcasts mm, yeah. and we just kind of decided that let's use what we know. Let's go in it. Uh, you know, you like stories. I like history. Let's do this. Mm -hmm. And then Peter, who is like our he's like the why in the vowel sequence of mystery. Um, he's sometimes there. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> he came in actually as a guest um, on one of our episodes and then we liked him so much that we just kept bringing him back. And he, he's on, on our like kind of off scheduled Friday episodes that we, that we do. Cause we normally uh, we're normally like every Wednesday, but every other Friday we put up a, what we call a Podicus Magnus with yeah. Peter as well. So it's just a little bit longer episode. Stay Peter. Yeah. <laughs> He's fantastic. He's really good. That's awesome. He is. That's awesome. Now, I can tell you're a writer because of these creative names and titles. Yeah, right? <laughs> the the wheels door. turning in Cammy's head. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, this is going to be a general question. So whoever wants to jump in first, um, when you were deciding to start a podcast and you were telling possibly friends and family, um, did you ever come across anybody who was kind of saying, well, you can't do that because you're a woman? No, no. I had my husband say, no, are you serious? Like, you're not going to do a podcast because he didn't <laughs> think I was serious. But I was like, you know what? I'm doing a podcast. And we were on a two hour drive. I can't remember to where he was driving. And I just literally told the story before this, but not to this extent. So I sat down and I was literally having hundreds of topic ideas for this. And I just wrote them all down. And he was like, you're not serious. Right? I'm like completely serious. Let's start recording ourselves talking right now. So we did. And then he was on board immediately. Awesome. My dad would say though, my dad was like, this isn't gonna, this is not a career plan. But for me, it really actually is. Yeah. Because I love psychology and I'm by no means a psychologist, but I've studied it and I've studied it my whole life and have always been interested in social psychology, especially. Mm -hmm. And like Shen was saying earlier, mm -hmm. there are so many fields within the fields of science and there's so many fields and psychology is one of them and within that there's so many subgenres of psychology Absolutely. and social psychology is the one that i find the most interesting yeah so. yeah 
That's yeah, I, awesome. I had my idea for, for like, I had my idea for several years mm -hmm. and I talked about it and talked about it, but nobody took me seriously. And, and I'm a stylist. So for a designer, yes, you are. So I, for a lot, for a long time, I thought, well, I'll, I'll start a podcast and call it like, you know, accessory to crime, you know? Oh, nice. Well, I, I like that. I like that. <laughs> but I just, I don't think anyone ever took me seriously, but I was collecting cases because I was interested in the Ivy league. And then me and Sarah's kids started dating. Um, and she came over the, I met, and like, I talked to Sarah for five minutes and I was like, boom, we have to start a podcast. <laughs> We're going to be around each other so much. Well, <laughs> I had this, I mean, it's just like, it was like a PI from Harvard is obsessed with crimes. It was like, I just looked at her and said, do you know this crime? And she was like, of course I know that crime. Do you know this crime? <laughs> like I, she was the first person that I ever like, whoever like told a Clarence Darrow story and like, I got it right. Like I knew the ending, like we just got each other in a way that only people who are you know, on get that genre so clearly do. Um, yeah. Like she just showed me a picture of herself as a like in her, like I don't know when she was like eighteen, you know, you know by the by the water reading a true crime book. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, Laura, you're the candle. It's so creepy and Ivy League. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, very really, it's so proper for this. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's called dirty hair. Really. Oh, oh please. Hair. It's like a mask for that. No, it's great. It's ominous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shen, Cammy, do you want to add anything to that? Yeah, I don't think um, uh, there wasn't any doubt that, I don't know, there was doubt that I could start a podcast, but not because I was a woman. You know? Okay. okay. So I think that's probably similar with okay. everyone, but definitely some interesting eyebrow lifts like, wait, you're doing this? And right. How are you? Yes. And so initially, I think we were kind of afraid that we weren't even be able to get these PIs, you know, to, to do yeah. our podcast because we were really aiming high. I mean, these are, you know, Bob Langer, George Church, you know, like these big names. And, right. and we were like, no, they don't have time for, for us. And so then we sent out a bunch of emails and got pretty much a 100% response rate, which was incredible. Wow. And we, you know, from the conception of the idea to our launch of our first three episodes, it was, I think, uh, July, so uh, three months, three months. And then, um, and then from there we were booked for the, the whole year pretty quickly after that. So I think that's a great sign. It means like everyone wants to spread their science and they want to, you know, talk yeah. about mm -hmm. all these things that, you know, that's outside of what's written in the paper. So yeah. we were really excited to learn about it. Yeah. That's awesome. I get the, I think the skepticism I get, especially because of the pandemic and I'm not working is like, you know, like that's 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 like a fun hobby and all, but like get a job, like that's not a real oh job. yeah. You know, like that's yeah that's great, but like you know that's not going to make you any money or anything. So you better focus oh, on can. getting back to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me, so, I think. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. I mean, and I mean, I don't. I'm not like money isn't my focus now. It's content, but like I would love to turn this into something I could do full time because I'm so passionate about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, whatever me, you know, however that means, I can do that. And if that means I go work, you know, to support this, I'm willing. You know, great. I'll do that. But right. It, yeah. It, it is interesting. That's that's the main response I get to it because it 
seems like now everyone has a podcast. So I'm yes. kind of like, everyone's kind of like, oh, you've got a podcast too. Okay, you have a podcast right. and you have a podcast. <laughs> right. Cammy, what, what, what about you? Yeah, Cammy, go yeah. ahead. Sure. Yeah, I, everyone that I know is like super supportive. I think for me, it was mostly like pushing through that fear mm-hmm. of like, can you, can you even do this? Like yeah. looking like, yes. at yourself. Yeah. And I just, I, I had to say to myself, like, you know, if you don't do this, you won't have done it. Right. So, yeah, exactly. You can't regret something you didn't do. Right. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. 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 It's better to take the risk and fail than not do it at all. Yeah. Right. So, and I really love Cammy's show. You guys have, have you all listened to it? Oh, it's fantastic. Yes. (laughs) All of you have wonderful shows too. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. I actually, Cammy, I have to get my husband to listen to your show because it's, it's like exactly what he loves. So yeah, I I gotta get him to listen to it. It's perfect for him. Apparently our listeners are like men that are like 35 or something. That's like, well, that's, yeah, I don't know. My husband is is a a 36 year old. So (laughs) (laughs) I just want to speak to that. You know, it's like, I'm 50 and it's like, I've never done anything creative in my life. Yeah. And it's like just doing a true designer. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But like I work with other people's clothes. So it's like I dress you with other people's clothes. But I mean, the the point being, it's just like, like someone said, if you don't do it, it doesn't, you know, that's kind of where I got to like, if I don't do this now, I'm never doing it. And I'm so proud of the fact that even doing it is, it's walking through that fear like, well, maybe this is going to really suck and I'm going to put it out there. But if I don't yeah. do it, and now I can say, I did it. Whatever happens to it, I did it. Exactly. Well, so ladies, awesome. we have 20 seconds left. Oh, no. <laughs> Everybody start talking at once. So, um, <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just going to, first of all, I just want to thank you guys so, so much. This was fantastic. And I'm so honored to be in the same community as as the four of you this is you are all wonderful wonderful people so quickly if we can all just go around and say where everybody can find your podcast so we'll start with shen uh you can find on spotify um all the different no apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher podbean perfect Mm -hmm. and cammy Sure. We're basically everywhere. Uh, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, um, wherever you get your podcast, really. And I just want to say thank you, Sarah, for having us on. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. And Laura? Ivy League Murders everywhere, Apple. And we're on Instagram, Twitter. And we have a Facebook group. We're everywhere. Perfect. And Tina? And for us, I'm going to shorten it by saying just go to our link tree, which is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash the Psychedelic Podcast. There's no hyphen in that. It's every single platform that you can think of and all of our socials. And Sarah, thank you so much. I feel so honored to have been invited onto your panel. Thank Thank you you so so much, much. ladies. It's been a pleasure. (laughs) Thank you.